ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, step right up to the Bread and Circuses podcast, where your hosts talk about anything they damn well please. So strap in while Rome burns and enjoy the clown show. Welcome back once again, Bread and Circuses Podcast. I am Rooster here with Crow. Hello. How you doing, Crow? Eh. I've been better. Well, I have a question for you. Build back better. I don't know, that just popped into my head. Hey, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, question for you. Sure. Are you a fan of giant beavers? Giant beavers. You know? Mm, probably not. Really? Yeah. Not at all. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to meet. I wouldn't want to meet a giant beaver. You sure? Yes. Okay. Why? Well, Why? they're they're uh, now they've been voted Minnesota's uh, um, state fossil. So it was like a prehistoric dinosaur beaver. Yeah, it was big, like four feet high, and wow. Yeah. Hmm. I don't have a response for that. <laughs> I was just wondering if you're a fan. Uh, no. Uh, so we've had a hell of a time trying to get a podcast out in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Because um, you're busy. It's busy. With a busy your, beaver. With all your stuff. As they say. Yeah, but you're not a busy, big, prehist- giant, prehistoric beaver. Right. You know, they would think of the think of the beaver dams they'd build. Mm. You know, block, block up the dam Mississippi. That's what they do. Um. Yeah, and I've had uh, I've had some family members with some health issues, and uh, I think right now we're recording about three days after we intended to, because it was like, hey, let's nope, can't do that. How about this one? Yeah, yep. I can't make it. So anyway, so that's why we missed last week. Um, but as usual, awful lot to talk about. Yeah. Uh, so what do you want to start with? I have about five topics here. Uh, we might as well start start with uh, John Gruden. The football, the Vegas Raiders, is that what the, it is? You're going to talk sports ball, huh? Yeah, sports ball, Vegas Raiders, right? So, yeah. Weren't they, weren't they the... They were the Oakland Raiders, yeah, Oakland then Raiders. the Los Angeles Raiders, then were the Oakland Raiders again, and now they're the Las and Vegas Raiders. So, John Gruden, also known as uh, Chucky, sort of after the, the doll in the horror movies, uh, I don't... I don't get the uh, reference, but that's what they call them. I think it had something to do with he used to do some uh, play announcing, or did he uh, do booth? Uh, uh, yeah, but I don't think that was it. Stuff, and he must have been a weirdo. <laughs> uh, he's he's a pretty intense guy. Frank Caliendo does an impression of him that not only the mannerisms are right on, but the voice right. is is perfect. So I don't think Frank Caliendo will be doing that anymore for fear of being canceled. But uh, so John Gruden. Uh, resigned as the Las Vegas Raiders head coach because, try and follow me here, the Washington Redskins football, or the Washington football team, as it's called now, (laughs) used to be the Redskins. Classic. Do you know why it's called the football team and doesn't have a name? Because they were so smart to keep putting these names out there like, hey, maybe we could name it this, maybe we could name it that, and enterprising young internet whiz kids would go out and buy the name. Nice. So all of the names they put forward to name the Washington football team all got taken. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> because someone in the in the Redskins didn't think, hey, we should protect these names, uh, which is weird because I think Daniel Snyder, the owner, 
who's apparently a notorious jerk. I don't know. That's what I hear. Um, never met the guy. Uh, narcissistic, egomaniacal sort of kind of guy from what they're saying. Uh, I think he made his millions in uh, tech. So you would think he'd get that figured out. But So anyway, John Gruden um, was a an announcer on Monday Night Football for a while. And when the Washington Redskins are having some sort of investigation for um, uh, not racism, but uh, workplace stuff with uh, me too shit. Yeah. I don't know if it's me too, but it might be just uh, uh, pay inequity or whatever. The NFL's got it out for the Redskins anyway. Yeah. Because that's they just needed a pretense. And Daniel Snyder has never had a problem thumbing his nose at the NFL. Um, so anyway. They finally got him to drop the name, but now they, they've gone after him again. Well, in the process of doing it, they've found some ten year, 7- to 10-year-old emails, 650,000 emails they went through. And in some of these, John Gruden uh, uh, uses uh, the, Michael Sam, who was a uh, gay football player who was drafted by the Rams. Yeah, he said, he said that, called him a faggot. Well, and he called um, him, I think he even called Roger Goodell a faggot. Yeah, maybe that was That's it. what he did. And he said something about that player that's the first openly gay player. He said he sh- they should never should have hired him. Yeah, um, he should have but, never pressured the uh, uh, Rams coach at the time, Jeff Fisher, to draft yeah. him. And he said, uh, you know, yeah, Goodell was a faggot. And he said uh, also that, oh, they sent pictures of some of the cheerleaders that were topless from, like, whatever, Playboy or something, uh, to some to whoever he was sending it to, big fucking deal. Hey, the internet is for porn. And That's how the song goes. And fag is just a funny word. I mean, he could have called him a limp dick. It would have been basically the same thing. You're just, you know, you're just emasculating a dude. Yeah, it's uh, what do you call it? Eighties gay. Yeah, and but but even if you are legitimately saying you're telling the guy you're gay, and you know he's not, basically saying you're not manly because you know you're not into women. If you are, it's just, it's just a, it's just a, yeah, it's a play, playground slight. Yeah. Big fucking deal. It doesn't mean you're homophobic. I hate the phobic bullshit anyway, but it just means you're using whatever terminology is going to get a rise out of the person or, or is going to offend the person you're talking about the most. Well, here's my problem with the, not to get off track here, the homophobic word. What, what's a food you don't like? Absolutely don't want to eat it. I eat a lot of shit. What don't I like? Oh, you know what? I, I hate cilantro. Okay. So you're cilantrophobic, is yeah. Yes, I'm fearful of getting cilantro in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. So now you're not afraid of it. You just don't like it. Yeah. You know. Well, that's their. That's the left's terminology. Oh, yeah. Their way to kind of do the same thing to you to make because being phobic means you're afraid and it means you're a sissy boy. It's just yeah. their version of you saying, "Hey, you're a faggot," and they're like, "Well, you're homophobic." Yeah. Gotcha. So John Gruden. Um, it, because he said some of these oh, things. Oh, wait. One, we forgot the biggest thing. Um, he s- talked about uh, some other guy in the organization, a black guy's lips oh, being big. I think it was a, a player a player union rep or yeah. something. And this black guy had big lips. Said something about Called him rubber some lips. Some rubber lips. Some big rubber lips he's got there. Okay. Big fucking deal. Oh, that's racist. Uh, no. I heard someone commenting on it, and they said, well, the guy, I mean, he does have big Legit lips. Legit has big lips. <laughs> But, you know, John Gruden was trying to say something like saying somebody has rubber lips oh, no, means no, no. they're yeah. a liar. Uh, listen, we're not even getting like into his, his groveling apology afterwards. He didn't really grovel. Though. I, it's, it's, enough, it's enough for me that, that he I, – I heard 
I heard some of what he, what he, his statement was put out. I can't remember off the top of my head. I could look it up, but it's like it's too much. Don't even don't even go there. Don't even get close to that. See, what's funny is you think his apology was groveling. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up. People on the left think he didn't really apologize at all. You know. So before we get to that though, so he got canceled for a 10 year old email that they weren't. He wasn't even the target of, and the person right. he was emailing wasn't wasn't. Um, upset about it because they were just you know. so this is this is a private conversation so someone in the NFL probably someone in Goodell's office let this out yeah because they wanted to stick it to him you know they wanted to be like ha we got you you know um, so anyway he uh, he resigns over this thing the chilling part of this is you know whether or not you agree with what he says and I can't Im- imagine a lot of people would say they agree with it. But I think what you said, like you said, it's just sort of name calling stuff. Um, yeah, I wouldn't go, I wouldn't go the rubber lips route and stuff like that. But look, I've called people worse stuff than calling some guy a faggot, yeah. you know? Um, and it doesn't mean I'm homophobic or anything like that. What just, kind of name is it? I, f- I just saw the guy's name that he, with the lips. Yeah. Uh, Dumboris Smith. I don't know. D u m b o r i s s. Dumboris Smith. Never heard of him. Has lips the size of Michelin tires. So that's a all right. He Gruden apologized, although with the usual uh, caveats that call him to doubt the sincerity of the apology. Okay, that's what you were saying. Uh, I'm really sorry, Gruden said before claiming that he calls liars rubber lips. Yeah, that. Come on, stop it. But also that he doesn't think Smith is a liar. Okay. And then he goes, I don't think he's dumb. I don't think he's a liar. I don't have a racial bone in my body. Everybody does, by the way. And I've proven that for 58 years. This is not the first racist comment that I've heard. And it's probably will not be the last Smith in a statement. That must be, is that the dumbass guy? I don't know. Anyways, that wasn't the only thing. He's, he's had more. This isn't talking about all the, the, that wasn't everything he said. It was, it was, it was well, more of an apology than that. Well, regardless. So the chilling part of this is that somebody released his um, his private transcript or private emails that had nothing to do with this investigation. He didn't work for the organization. It was just stuff he sent to one of the guys within it. So it's just a private conversation. Um, if If things you say in private can get you canceled... You know, we've reached kind of a scary place. Yeah. You know, now he was four years into a 10 year contract that was going to pay him $100 million. John Gruden's not going to go broke. But when you're 58 years old and you've had a couple head coaching jobs and you've left to come, why is it that you're doing it? You're not doing it for the money, you're doing it because it's what you love to do. And I'm, I'm getting kind of tired of this idea that we're all supposed to be these you know, perfect noble creatures with no biases and because nobody is. Nobody can reach the level of uh, perfection that everybody else is talking about. I, I have a friend who says this all the time. She's like, we should be better people. And I'm like, when have we ever proven that we are? You know, people have, they they have feelings about stuff that may make some of us uncomfortable, you know, as long as it's not hurting somebody else and before someone else says, well, racism hurts everybody. Like Thomas Sowell says, racism is what you believe in your head. Discrimination is how you act. And I don't think there's any proof here that 
if John Gruden is a racist, that he's discriminating against anyone at all, you know? Right. So. One of their theories that they, when they hired him on to coach the, the uh, Raiders, Vegas Raiders, that they paid him an ungodly sum of money. 10 million or 10 million bucks a year. I and think. the first year they won something. They, they didn't win the Super Bowl, did they? I don't think so. But they were a good team at first and then kind of just went downhill. They're like a, a 60, 60% team now or something. They're not very good. And uh, they paid a shitload of money to, to get him on. And this might be a good excuse just to get him to quit. So they didn't have to pay him, but who knows? Yeah, it's possible. I'm sure he got some sort of severance package for resigning, but it's but just kind of stupid. But then we'll talk about uh, all the reaction to this nonsense. And there was the the show Randy Moss was on is a talking head on one of these sports shows. Mm-hmm. And Randy Moss has always been a fucking like emotional fucking retard. Uh, he was he played for the Vikings when I actually used to watch uh, football, and I couldn't stand the guy. He, he, he quit on plays if he wasn't getting the ball. Um, he, he was bitching and moaning about shit all the time. And he was just a punk. And uh, so now he's a, a – and he was dumb. Like you'd hear him get interviewed afterwards and you're like, man, don't don't give this guy a mic. But they somebody hired him on as a commentator for sports. And he commented on this and it was just more of his – he started crying halfway through and made it about himself and – when he got done, then the the woman I didn't see it. I heard all this, so I don't know. But there, how many people were on the panel? But then a woman jumps in and she goes, "I know it's so hard," <laughs> and she was crying too because he was crying. And I'm like, "See, this is why keep women out of men's sports. <laughs> Stop it already, because you know that's everything's getting getting feminized. Football is, is one of the reasons you don't watch it. I saw a great TikTok video. It was a reaction to this. This woman who was like uh, dancing around in her little uh, tight sports outfit yeah. you know, for like a team. And she goes, yep, when your boyfriend asks you along because you're the cool girlfriend. And then it shows a guy, he's playing two parts in the video. And he goes, uh, he hangs up or he's on the phone. He goes, yep, okay, talk to you later. See you there. He hangs up the phone. And he go, the other guy goes, what? What's the matter? He goes, Bob's coming. Well, that's good, right? You aren't going to like this part. What is it? Well, it's really bad. What is it? He's bringing this fucking girlfriend. The guy's just like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So. um, Um, Yeah, there's not a whole lot more to say about that. It's just the, it's just pointless. Well, sticking on the topic of sports ball. Okay. As I know you love to call it. Mm -hmm. uh, A guy named Kyrie Irving, former MVP for, uh, I think it was the Toronto Raptors when they won the NBA title a couple of years ago. Now plays for the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, the NBA put in their vaccine mandate, says, and they kind of said it's up to teams to decide, you know, if they're going to enforce it. Well, the team he's on, the Nets, has decided, you know, well, because they play in Brooklyn, it's in Madison Square Garden, I believe. Um, maybe not. No, it might be the Nets. Who cares? Or the Knicks. Um, because it's in New York State, he cannot be inside that building if he's not vaccinated. So he's just like, all right, fine, I'm not going to play home games. Well, the Nets said, no, you're not going to play at all. You're not playing, you're not traveling on our stuff, you're not coming to practice, blah, blah, blah. And he sort of folded his arms and said, okay. Good. Now, Kyrie Irving's got fuck you money. I mean, he's got enough money to be like, I don't care. I'll just sit it out, you know. Um but it's interesting to me, this whole dynamic, because 
I'm not, I don't know who Kyrie Irving voted for. I'm going to guess it wasn't Donald Trump. It might not have been Joe Biden, but given the choice between the two, I'll give you odds on which way he went. Um, but here's a guy who's black. He's an athlete. Um, you know, all the sort of people the left loves to hold up instead of those stupid, uneducated Trump voters, the white guys who are anti-vaxxers, this guy's just going, hey, look, I think I have a right to decide what I want to put in my body. Yeah, and he said he's, didn't he say something about I weighed, I weighed uh, the pros and cons, and it's, yeah. it's something that I don't need. And I he's looking at it like I'm in great shape. I'm, yeah. I'm not afraid of this. And uh, he didn't bring this point up, but I will. Um, there's a very small chance of anyone having a bad reaction to this, uh, to this vaccine. But if you are an elite athlete who is getting paid millions of dollars to play basketball, who's pretty much got zero chance of dying from COVID, and you take the vaccine and you have some sort of heart issue, myochondritis or something that becomes permanent or you get yeah. blood clots or something, something happens and now you can't play. You can't sue anybody. Nope. Well, there's a UC Davis study that found that that there is more risk f- uh, from the vaccines than COVID for men in his age range. Well, if you go strictly by the numbers, absolutely. Yeah. So he's he's not basing his decision on just feelings. He's going, oh, yeah, I looked at the data. That doesn't bear out. I don't need, I don't think I need this. Well, and to his credit, he says, look, I'm open to my mind being changed at yeah. some point. Yeah, but right now, as it stands... I think he even said there have been a few uh, NBA players who spoke on this, but um, he said, I think it was him who said, you know, and to be honest, the more they push it, the more likely I am to not want to do it. Well, I'm, I'm of course, I'm kind of that way to begin with, too, but kind of. <laughs> but so uh, I, I think this is, you know, between this and now the pilots, the, the pilots was it Southwest? Well, no, now it's uh, apparently American. Because uh, they canceled 800 flights the other day. So I was listening to Jesse Kelly on the way here, and he was talking about this. So uh, Southwest, about a week ago, they do about 4,000 flights a day. They had to cancel 1,800 of their flights. Claimed it was weather. Well, nobody else is affected by it. Everybody else was flying. Turns out that um, their, their pilot's union... A lot of them are former military guys just said, you know what? We don't like this vaccine mandate. There's no religious exemption at Southwest. There's none of that stuff. Some people don't want to get it. Some people don't believe they need it and don't want to get it. Some people are saying, well, now there's a James O'Keefe video of a Pfizer person saying, yeah, we used uh, fetal stem cells in this. So these people are saying we have religious objection to this. So, no, we don't want to do it. Um, And so they basically had a sick out. Now, they can't, because of their collective bargaining agreement, they can't really have a strike, because if they have an unauthorized strike, they can be fired. But one tool unions use a lot of time are sick outs. Now, some of these people, according to Jesse Kelly, are saying, hey, look, you know what? kind of feel like you're going to fire me in the next 30 days anyway, so I'm using all my sick days. Yeah. I'm entitled to it. I'm doing it. Well, now, apparently, American Airlines is having the same thing. And... I think we're we're sort of starting to see a point either with these high-profile people like Kyrie Irving or just large groups of union members who are saying, nope, don't want to do it. And this has a chance, like Jesse was saying, to really stick. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of good reasons not to force a vaccine on people. 
and uh, they even for a lot of the vaccines that I'm that I I've taken as a kid to get into the because you had to have them in order to get into the school system and all that. Um, probably still pretty good to, to take, I would imagine. Polio. Yeah. Yeah. Good idea. Um, even though we've pretty much eradicated it, there's still a chance of it coming back. Like I think tuberculosis, we thought we had eradicated in America, and then it, we started getting all these fucking foreigners coming, fucking foreigners coming over illegally and all that, and bringing a bunch of diseases. And uh, all of a sudden, we had these upticks in diseases we thought we had beat, like tuberculosis and. So fucking foreigners. Well, part of that is we could have eradicated polio. I think we could have eradicated smallpox. Um, well, smallpox we're pretty much dead, but um, there's a lot of uh, third world countries that don't trust vaccines from the United States. So yeah. Well, you can't blame them. There's a lot of bullshit that uh, Bill Gates even has been going, um, doing vaccine pushes overseas in India and, and, and Africa. And uh, a lot of bad results from some of that because uh, some of it's, you know, they're they're testing shit out over there because they can get away with it. Like broken glass? Trying to see if broken glass will... <laughs> yeah. Like sterilization. Did you know, did you hear that uh, talk uh, Bill Gates gave where he was talking about what he's very much into, you know, lowering CO2 and saving the planet. And he's really much in, really into that. And he's buying up a bunch of farmland and he's, you know, just trying to figure out ways to... I don't know, cut CO2 emissions and farming and all that, right? <clears throat> but he wants to do that not just in farming. He wants to reduce population. That's one of his big... That's when a lot of these people think there's too big of a population. It's going to skyrocket and it's going to... So he said there's three three things that we need to do to cut population. And in in the, in his list of things, he, list, he listed uh, vaccinations. And he go, what the fuck? How, how does the vaccinations limit population unless you're sterilizing people with your vaccinations let me think about it and you go okay here's what their excuse is going to be i guarantee it it's going to be well in third world nations people pop off kids left and right because most of these kids die <laughs> and they need to have some kids you know to help when they get older to be able to do right. the work and stuff like that so if like you give we them, did here if you give them vaccinations then the kids will live and they'll only have one maybe two kids and they will so okay i get that but still it's it's creepy as fuck yeah <clears throat> Well, you know, and the other reason Bill Gates is buying up a ton of farmland is he can write it off on his taxes. Yeah, but he's he's got an agenda. I mean, he's well, it's I'm, not just money for him. I'm sure he does. It's not money for him. It's it's his uh, legacy. Well, it it's just like Jeff Bezos launching people off into space in his giant penis. <laughs> uh, yeah, I heard about that. Didn't Shatner go up there? <laughs> that thing does look like a big dick. Yeah, William Shatner went up there, right? Yeah, oldest that's, person ever in that's space. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You getting a bunch of TikTok videos? Tic-tac. You know, the tic-tac and whatnot. <laughs> uh, okay, so I have one that uh, here that truly approaches a level, a level of insanity. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. California has banned all off-road gas engines. Okay, lawnmowers. Lawnmowers, leaf blowers. Jet skis. Generators. Gener no, 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 no. Yes, you can't have a gas-powered uh, generator. So they really do want the populace dependent on government-sanctioned energy, which is electricity. Is all they they produce electricity right in California through coal? And doesn't California have rolling brownouts and blackouts all now at this point? Uh, so well, that's they, that's got to be Texas. As and then well. you can't have a generator right. in order to keep your lights on, your refrigerator you running. You can have a gas-powered generator. You can get a solar power generator all you want. Oh, yeah. What but do you want to bet Gavin Newsom owns like part of a solar energy, solar 
battery generator I just thing. don't get how people can keep voting for these fuckers when they know they promise everything, they, they don't deliver on it, or they deliver the opposite of what they promised, and then they double down on it, and then they keep getting voted in. It's got to be mostly fraud. It's got to be. So your mind people is, are just that fucking stupid. Yes. Yeah, they are. So you're minding your own business in California, and you're like, you know, I love living here. It's full of liberals, but, you know, hey, and my taxes are high, but look, I live in San Diego, and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, you look at that and say... I get it. If you've got the money to do it and you can put up with a decent amount of bullshit, yeah, you could live there. By the way, San Diego is freaking gorgeous. I mean, it's a beautiful place. Um, there's so much California that's awesome. But now you've got a house and you're mowing your lawn, and one day they just tell you, yeah, you can't use your mower anymore. Yeah. It's seriously. Fuck you. You can go ask the guy that's masturbating in the bushes nearby to do it for you. I guess could use the push mower. You could probably use a few bucks to go get some crack. I... I don't get where anybody thinks this is. There has to be. This has to be a bridge too far, for most people. You you, and a lot of them are probably like going, "Well, I just have those Mexican guys mowing my lawn, so they're gonna have to figure it out." Well, yeah, they're gonna figure it out to the tune of double the cost to take care of your yard. You know. Yeah, the generator thing got generator. I didn't think they'd go that far. Yeah, any off road, so not a vehicle. Gas-powered engine. So they're not coming after propane yet? I don't think so. He's going to get a propane generator, I guess. But, you know, why stick around in California if you're if you're at all sane? Why? I mean, I get it. It's beautiful there. Um, but, man, I just... The authoritarianism and the... And the, just the way they've been... They've let, you know, the homeless and immigration just fuck up everything. I don't know. I just... How can you stand living there unless you're rich? Yeah. And everybody there can't be rich and everybody there is not it's not it's not just the rich and just the poor there. There's got to be some people in between. What what are they doing? Their their tax money is just Well, I think if I I mean when you look at these heat maps of you know where people vote and everything, California land-wise like the like the United States is mostly conservatives. But the population densities in um in Los Angeles and San Francisco are so incredibly high and yeah. so tremendously liberal that those they, two cities basically outvote they, the rest yeah, of the state. Yeah, they dictate what everybody else has to put now, up with, which is, doesn't make any sense. We mentioned San Diego, which is pretty big. San Diego has a surprisingly high amount of conservatives there. I mean, it's got a lot of ex-military people who live there because that's where, you know, like the Marine and SEAL headquarters are and stuff. And it's got a ton of, I mean, it's got most of the... It's got half the Pacific fleet, I think, sitting there in the harbor, but it's just, it's not enough. And so you're going to see people voting with their feet, leaving places. Now, do you see what uh, DeSantis is doing with these uh, shipping ships? So there's ships parked off the coast of California, like 35 or 36 container ships, um, because they can't get into the port to process fast enough and... Um, you know, they're saying, ah, it's the port's full. They're saying, oh, it's a labor shortage. They're saying all this stuff, blah, 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 whatever. There's other people saying, nope, they're just, they're doing this on purpose. I don't know what the point of that would be. But Ron DeSantos basically says, hey, look, our ports are open. Bring your stuff here. Yeah, I've heard people say it's a problem with the unions because they, they refuse to work nights. They don't work weekends. And, yeah. And they're not allowed to hire people to work nights and work weekends because of that. Um what if people are willing to work nights and weekends for pay or for more pay, then do it. 
if it's a, we're going to start seeing, I mean, we're already seeing a lot of, um, just weird things going out of stock in different places. That's going to, that's going to ramp up some more quite a bit. Yeah. I don't think we'll quite get to, you know, come bare, bare, bare shelves at the grocery yeah. stores. There's, we're going to run out of some items once. In a, I don't think it's going to be as bad as it was a year ago, you know, with COVID where you would have runs on the supermarket and yeah, toilet paper. And I remember being at our local grocery store and, you know, people were going in there buying all that. First it was toilet paper. No one could find that. And then there was uh beef was one and then there was milk and, and there was this one guy stuck in the shelves where they're going, ah, oh, damn, they're out of cheese or whatever. And he goes, yeah, he goes, there's two trucks that come in every day. You can, he goes, we might be out of stuff for a little while, but yeah. it's coming in. And so I think we're having some bottlenecks because we're having issues with employment. And I really think it comes down to, because of COVID, there were a lot of people who got out of customer facing jobs and said, I don't want to go back to that again. If I right. can find a job where I don't have to work nights and weekends, I'm not going to do it. Um, and so, you know, we've mentioned this before, the stuff about the Starbucks barista on Tumblr or something saying, yeah, you, you people suck. I'm out. Um, you know, I, I can see that, but yeah, I think, uh, I, th- I think we're in for some inconveniences in the future when it comes to that stuff. So, but yeah, getting back to California, I, I don't get that state. I don't get how, I mean, now they're having water shortages. Um, they have labor shortages. Their taxes are insanely high. Now you can't have a fucking lawnmower that uses gas. This is, this is nuts. Yeah, and San Francisco still has a shit pro- human shit problem. They're not well, talking about. And uh, Walgreens closed like a dozen from stores. From shoplifting. Well, now they just did it again. They closed five more. Yeah, they they're, said just, they're just losing too much merchandise. They go, we lose a thousand bucks a day. Yeah, a thousand bucks a day is three hundred and sixty-five thousand dollars. These fuckers just brazenly watch walk in with huge bags and, and just calculators. Stuff them full. Yeah, because they don't want to go over the thousand-dollar limit. Yeah, yeah. And if they do, they get arrested and they just get processed and sent right back out and yeah. they do it again. Yep. So, and you know what? They're not stealing the stuff out of the bread aisle. <laughs> it's all the high end yeah, cosmetics. Says they're just and, people trying to feed their family. That's all. Yeah, if they're uh, feeding them hair weaves, that's. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Is that racist? Mm. Only if they lock those things up in Walgreens. Yeah. Um, all right. Did you? Well, I know you heard about it because you told me about it, and I looked into it, and it's disgusting. Um, I can't remember where the school is, but there was a uh, a trans. Uh, Loudoun County. Okay. I don't Virginia? know the school, but it was all Loudoun right. County. Which is sort of the the epicenter for all of this stuff that's going on. Critical race theory, critical gender theory, all the Marxist bullshit that they're trying to shove down indoctrinate kids with. Yeah. So uh, Terry McAuliffe, I think is his name, is running for governor again. Um, he was a dem- He's a Democrat who used to run Virginia when it sort of flipped. And uh, Joe Biden won Virginia by 10 points. That was one of those ones I thought was sort of weird. Um, but anyway, uh, he's running again against this guy, uh, Rukin, I think, or something like that. Um, but anyway, Terry McAuliffe was the one who got up and said, I don't think parents should be telling what schools they should, what school they should not be telling schools what they should be teaching their kids. Yeah. I'm sorry. Those people are taxpayers in that area. They pay for those schools. Those are their kids. Yeah. 
They have every right to have some say. Yeah, he tried to couch it talking about parents wanting to ban books. And he's like, we can't have parents going into our school libraries and banning, taking books out literally. It's like, that's not that's not what they're talking about. They're talking about you guys, you, there has to be an oversight on what you're allowing in, this, in the schools to teach, not only just in the libraries, but what you're teaching in classes. And uh, he's like, nope, nope. They have no right to tell us that. Yeah. Uh, I'll come back to this uh, trans bathroom assault thing, but I just heard a, um, someone cornered Terry McAuliffe outside. Uh, Buck Sexton and Clay Travis played it on their show. The person came up and asked him a question about, hey, you said, um, you know, parents shouldn't be allowed to have a say. And he, the guy looks at him and goes, are you? McAuliffe looks at the guy and goes, are you vaccinated? Are you vaccinated? If you're not, get away. Nope, oh. you have to get away from me. No, you're not. It was basically, Buck Sexton goes, it was basically the equivalent of covering ears and go la, 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 la. Is funny that I mean that's so blatantly stupid. I mean, but it's how that, dumb are these fucking politicians? That stuff is. It, you know what? They're not dumb. They are just. They've been insulated so long. God. Yeah. So um, this anyway in Loudoun County, this uh, His name's uh, Scott Smith is the dad that got arrested. His daughter was assaulted uh, by a. She's a fifteen-year-old. She was uh, raped in a bathroom by a guy who likes to wear skirts. I don't know. Uh, I don't know exactly what he did to her, but the charge was sodomy. It was more than just sodomy. It was it was a forceful uh, oral sodomy, and it was also anal. Ugh. That's part of the so so he raped her. Yeah. So and we say he because he's got a. Penis. Well, I don't even know if they if they even uh, there was no mention of him uh, identifying as queer or whatever. But the wore a skirt. But but he wore a skirt, and he went to the girls' bathroom during school hours and raped this fifteen-year-old girl. The dad got called in to well, the school after the assault. Yeah, and he shows up there, and they try to downplay it immediately, and then the they said they wanted to handle it in-house. But then he was at a school board meeting, and they were they were going to put a policy in for the be transgender able to use whatever bathroom, bathroom we yeah. wanted. And they said, yep, we haven't uh, haven't had any assaults or anything like that. And he's sitting there and he's yeah. just like fuming. Are you bullshit. kidding me? Yeah. He goes, he stood up to say it. And the cop, the sheriff basically takes him and arrested him. Now, I saw the clip of him doing it and he did. And he says he regrets it. But the cops are talking to him and all of a sudden he starts pushing and everything. So, of course, they throw him to the ground. But did you see that bitch who was in his face? No. It was a trans activist mom with a white T-shirt with a heart on it with the rainbow colors just in his face. Yeah. Like, do you remember that guy a couple years ago who was saluting the Confederate statues Yeah. in Virginia? And those people were in his face, like damn near spitting on him and everything. And the cops just came along and said, all right, you need to go. And this woman goes, aren't you going to do something? The cop looked and goes, you're the problem. Mm -hmm. And someone should have done that to this woman. Yeah. Because they're arresting this dad. They're putting him in handcuffs and she's inches from his face, just taunting him. And I'm serious. If I'm that guy, I'd have headbutted her yeah. right there. Well, if I'd have been in the audience, I'd have, I'd have uh, done something. I'd have I'd fucked probably up. would have regretted. I'd have fucked up her face. Yeah. I would have. Yep. I would have regretted it. It mm-hmm. would have been stupid, you know. But she would have deserved it. She That's the thing. Co- she would have had it coming. Yep. So anyway, come to find out, um, this kid got moved from another school where he did this there, too. Oh, he's got another assault charge. Yep. So that was before this one, correct? Or is that one after I think it's this since, one? I think it's since they put him in another school. I think I, I'm al- almost sure, but but it you know really doesn't make a difference. It's b- both shows you that that they don't 
take this seriously and their agenda um their agenda is is it is all and the agenda is marxism in schools which which means you have to have the gender confusion has to be you know top of the list all the all the marxist bullshit we've been talking about the, it's it's whatever whatever they want uh, truth be damned and results be damned doesn't matter they they just have to get their fucking religion of marxism in it's they're 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 what do you call it they're it's like a missionary work for them it's like they're doing good work so let these 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 things that make it look bad this is all nonsense this is all like um, it's smoke and mirrors it's not the the real the real work we're doing is going to be so beautiful it's going to be utopia when we get done so they just get all that other shit and they're like no fuck this we're not worried about that oh you said your daughter was raped You're probably a liar she probably lied that doesn't happen fucking hate these people i hate these people i can tell they're they're there they're like missionaries for a religion and well, and a, a really evil religion the problem is we're headed to a place and again I don't want to see this happen, but these kinds of things have happened. I remember, I think we've talked about this before. There was a guy, I remember seeing the clip on TV, guy who assaulted a girl. He may have even killed her. I don't know. He did, he did terrible stuff to her and he's being marched out of the court courtroom. And he's got sort of the smug look on his face and he walks past this bank of payphones, and the stepdad of this girl is standing there pretending to be on a payphone, but he's got a gun. The guy walks by, shoots him point blank right in the head, puts the gun down, lets the cops get him. That's going to happen to one of these principals or one of these school board members or something, and I don't want to see that happen. And the more they shut people down, but it's going to... But they're pushing yeah. people. Yeah. That I mean, I, I heard the interview with this Smith guy, and he sounds like a pretty reasonable guy. I mean, you can, you can tell there's a little bit of hothead in there. Yeah. But, and I think he would probably admit that if you asked him, but he is, he, he just sounds like a normal guy who I think got pushed too far. And I'll tell you what, it would have been a bad idea. And I have respect for most cops. But if they were trying to put me in handcuffs and taking me out of there, as much as I don't think it would be smart, or I, I don't think I'm some sort of tough guy, I would have done something in there that I would have regretted. Pushed a cop or something like that, or fuck you or something. If that was my kid. On the other hand, they shouldn't have arrested him. No, they should have they brought him out and go, all right, cops are coming off. We just had to get, get you out of there, de-escalate the situation. You know, I think you need to go home and kind of cool off or something. That's what they should have done. They had that kind of discretion. That's what pisses me off when, when cops don't use their discretion correctly. And, and they seem like they're not doing using discretion correctly for a lot of shit lately. And I know, I know there's good cops out there because I know some. Yeah. But, um, you know, when you see stuff like that and you go, wait a minute, wait a minute, you see what's happening there. This, this guy, this guy's uh, heated and there's somebody instigating shit with him. Um, let's, you know, let's just call it a day here. No, nobody's, nobody's had anything hurt, but their feelings at this point. Yeah. So yeah, that pisses me off, but yeah, yeah we're going to hear more about it. I've heard since I learned about it, I've heard more people talking about it now and they've got fact checkers kind of looking into it and they're like, it all seems legit like this really happened. And then the, the new story coming out about this guy getting more assault charges against him. So yeah, that's going to blow up in their face, this guy. And they were putting this, um, the Scott Smith, the father, um, the libs and the left in the media were putting him out there as the, and showing the video of him getting, uh, getting mad as one of the reasons they need to crack down on these, on these, um, these school board 
uh, hearings or whatever they're calling them meetings um, because people like him, these crazy unhinged, uh, you know, Trump supporting guys going, showing up there and, and causing a ruckus. Well, keep focusing on this guy. Keep it up because we're going to come to find out that he was right to be upset, to be more than upset, be enraged at that point. Well, it's not generally boys that are uh, in trouble in, in this because, you know, a girl pretending to be a boy, you're not going to see that sort of, it really is protecting daughters. But, you know, if I found out my son had been assaulted sexually in a bathroom, I'm not talking about like just beaten up. Like if he was in sixth grade and some eighth grader came at him and people weren't doing something about it. Yeah. I think I'd fucking lose it. There's just another story. Do you, you probably heard this. A f- uh, football coach had to, had to resign or got, got arrested for uh, sexual assault because he was part of a hazing with two other players, held another player down, and sodomized him. It just happened. I heard about that, but I didn't I didn't know it was a oh, I coach. Thought, I thought maybe you'd know more about it. But, yeah, yeah I mean, I that heard stuff happens. That it happens to boys, too. But this is an issue for – this is to protect girls. Yeah, because, uh, look – if you're if you're a boy and uh, a woman pre- <laughs> pretends to be a guy, you know, or says she is, Matt Walsh has a great has a great line about this. He goes, "Look, you can say you're a woman and all that stuff." He goes, "But you're not. You're a man." He goes, "When you die, if someone digs up your bones a thousand years from now and tests them, they're going to be like, oh, that was a man.' That's the science. Yeah, you know. Um, but." Women pretending to be men going into bathrooms or women identifying as men. Call it pretending, call it identifying, call it whatever you want. In other words, not the sex they were born with. Um, women going into men's bathrooms is not a problem. It's men going into women's bathrooms. And the worst part about this is less than a year ago when this stuff was a big issue or two years ago or whatever, people on the right said this is going to happen and they said no we're not sexual assaulter assaulters and deviants and all that. we didn't say you were we said you are allowing people who are the opportunity to do this and i think to your point we're not sure this guy even really identifies as a woman yeah he just found if he puts skirt on he can go in and do that yeah so um let's do some would you rathers and then i want to get to a thing about katie couric that's kind of interesting hmm. all right would you rather build an epic sand castle or a decent tree house i think we've had this one before uh a tree house yeah me too yeah we have it's more that. permanent uh sand castle once you build it you can't really use it you can look at it yeah and then it's gone and some son of a bitch comes and kicks it over some and- big bully <laughs> Uh, and then you have to shoot him and it just gets out of hand. Uh, would you rather exaggerate or underestimate? I feel like we've had this one too. Like a million times. <laughs> uh, or underestimate. Uh, uh, yes. Underestimate. Would you rather pee in a swimming pool or get out and pee? Oh, have you, have you? The better question is, have you peed in the swimming pool? Everybody pees in the swimming pool. Everybody's peed in the swimming pool. There's two kinds of people. People who pee in the swimming pool and people who lie. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's cold. I'm sorry. You get in that cold swimming pool and you're shivering and you're like, I got to pee? I'm going to warm up. What's funny is people will pee in the shower who say, I'd never pee in a pool. (laughs) It's funny. It's funny when you tell, uh, when you tell a woman that, you know, all guys pee in the shower and they get all disgusted. They're like, no, they don't. You're just saying that to make yourself feel better. I'm like, ask any guy that doesn't really care to impress you. He'll tell you he pees in the shower. I actually saw a, um, I saw an article that said, 
You know, you want to help the planet. Uh, when you wake up in the morning, you have to pee. Do it in the shower. Yeah. Because you're not flushing. Yeah. And you're rinsing soap down the drain anyway after that pee. Yeah. And your pee is antiseptic to begin with. Yeah. Oh, I, I saw a thing where a guy was... Uh, now shitting in the shower is a whole different thing. Yeah, I've done that. But I was really... <laughs> really have not. I was really drunk. Well, I, okay. So I think I was like, you know, ass over the, over the tub and face in the toilet. <laughs> shitting and puking at the same time kind of thing. <laughs> Oh, that was fun. That was fun to clean up the next morning. I would rather throw up in the tub. <laughs> well, you know, when you're drunk, you don't, don't shit in the tub. You don't make the best choices. Don't shit in the tub. You don't make the best choices. <laughs> um, this is stupid. Would you never wear gold? Would you rather never wear gold or silver again? I don't care. Who cares? Uh, work in an office that's too bright or too dark. An office? Yeah. When I was younger, I would hate working in an office that was too bright. But now that my eyes are going I to shit, see. I can't see. I need I need light. <laughs> so, yes, an office that's too dark would be tough. Ooh, this one is just, I mean, it's not a good one, but it's just uh, thinking of it is not fun. Would you rather chug a gallon of the hottest hot sauce with no milk or get pepper sprayed in the face for two minutes straight? That depends on how long you can hold your breath. I don't think I can hold my breath for two minutes straight. I don't think you could chug a gallon of the hottest hot sauce. You can't either. chug a gallon of anything. If you chug a gallon of anything, you throw up. Yeah. So you chug a gallon, chug a gallon of water, you're gonna barf. Yeah. So hot sauce. Oh, I just watched another one of those um, one chip challenges. Uh huh. Um, some girl and her brother, and uh, she opens the package. It's like it's hermetically sealed, and we we have these one chip. I have two of, or four of them now. Yeah. So we're gonna decide whether or not. I'm I'm kind of edging against doing this now. Because I don't think we're going to be able to continue the show if we eat these chips. Well, I think we got to have it at like our 200th episode. Maybe we have to have, like have a, an audience. Yeah, maybe they might have to take over the show. Because as soon as she peeled open the, the packaging and smelled it, she was like, <laughs> like dry even. And the guy shoves it in his mouth right away and starts chewing. And then he goes off camera immediately. <laughs> and then she goes, she, she takes a little bite and she's like, <laughs> and then you see him, you hear him both puking off camera. And then they cut the video and come back on, and he's like rubbing ice on his lips, and he's like, "It's not that bad." And she's like, "Yeah, you'll tell me it after you fucking project out, vomit it all over the." He goes, "It just tasted bad." I'm like, no, it's fucking hot. I don't think I don't know if we're gonna be able to do that. I don't think you could do either one of those. If I had to do one of them, I think you'd do the pepper spraying thing. Uh, I. I how hot the hot sauce though? The hottest hot sauce. Yeah, no, no. The hottest I don't think hot it's sa- physically possible. I don't. It isn't. And, uh, and if you had a gallon of it, you'd, you'd call it, cause yourself some real damage. Yeah, you'd actually hurt yourself with that. All right. The only uh, the last one is, uh, would you rather have Stan Lee or Jackie Chan direct a fight scene that you're in? Um, well, Stan Lee's not a director, so. Yeah, I don't know if he'd be any good. Jackie Chan has directed fight scenes in movies. So, Jackie Chan. I, I love Jackie, Jackie Chan. Chan. It would be kind of funny. It'd be more like a Buster Keaton kind of goofy fight yeah. scene, which would be fine. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. So I saw this is sort of a visual thing, um, but he said, you know, he saw all of these growing up, all these uh, fight scenes and stuff in um, in Hong Kong kung fu films that, you know, the hero's like all serious, you know, he like hits a guy and then he like scowls and everything. And he says, I wanted to do one where you like hit a guy and pull your hand back and shake and go, ow. Which is pretty much every one of his fights. Yeah. Fight scenes now. He's funny. Um, okay, so it just came out that Katie Couric, who wrote a book and is basically shitting on everybody that she worked yeah. with. Um, she worked with Matt Lauer? Yep. Okay. 
She's not mentioning Matt Lauer, though. That's surprising. Mm, yeah. But, I mean, basically taking it out on every ex-boyfriend and most of her co-workers and shit like that. Um, Matt Lauer turned out to be a really bad human being. He was a creeper. Um, well, not even that. Who was the one gal? Um, the I think she's half Asian uh, gal who used to work on this. He basically got her fired. Yeah, I can't remember her name. But he uh, didn't. Super nice but, wasn't he the too. one that's supposed to have the automatic, like the remote lock on his door? Well, and you could take that. I mean, I know it's just. It, it seems could weird. be that you know they said, "Hey, if there's someone in the building, you want to be able to lock your door from your desk." But it also sort of has a lot of, hey, "I'm gonna lock you in here with me." Kind yeah, of thing. it's you, you should know better. Yeah, it's not good. So anyway, she did an interview with Ruth Bader Ginsburg, where she asked Ruth Bader Ginsburg about Colin Kaepernick kneeling. At which, at which point, Ruth Bader Ginsburg sort of went off going, hey, look, I think you have a right to do stupid stuff, you know? I don't know why someone would protest, um, you know, a country like this that has allowed people to immigrate here and make their lives better. That's a surprising answer. I didn't hear that. I, you know, I think from a classic liberal, it's not okay, a surprise. Yeah. Um, you know, her problem comes where she just sort of became a little too much of a women's advocate and just women's rights kind of thing, but... She basically said, look, if he wants to be stupid, he can go ahead and be stupid if he wants. Uh, Katie Kirk edited that part out. And then there's emails back and forth about how, uh, uh, and she says, you know, I thought about it. I probably, I really probably shouldn't have done that. You know, Um, I mean, like they say, she's saying the quiet part out loud. So there was an email between her and like her boss and her boss goes, ah, she probably just didn't understand the question. So it's okay to edit it out. If she doesn't understand the fucking question, she shouldn't be on the Supreme Court. Yeah, that's She understood the question. She gave an answer you didn't like. She gave an answer that you didn't think was going to play well. So you edited it out and then claimed it was for her own protection. That's the shit I can't stand. Yep. And then there was, uh, listening to, uh, I think it was Justice and Drew this morning. Maybe it was Clay and Buck. No, it was Clay and Buck. They were talking about... uh, um, there was some panel where they're talking to uh, gun owners about the Second Amendment. And they mentioned something about, uh, I can't even remember what it was, but the video that they show is like this nine-second pause of the guys going, Yeah, uh, as if it's stum- the, a question that stumped them. Yeah, I remember this. But that's this. not really what happened. Yeah, yeah, I remember this. And that's why a lot of these people, when they do interviews now, say, Record their, yep. Their I'm, I'm going to bring a friend along, and he's going to record this. And if yeah. that's not okay with you, then that's fine. Yeah. You know? Um, I mean, did that with John Cena when they asked him if he took roids. I mean, they, they do that stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been interviewed for stuff like that, and it's really interesting when they do it because... They'll film the questions back and forth, and then they'll, at the end of it, they always say, hey, we need, um, you know, 10 seconds of footage of you just sort of nodding your head and agreeing, or, you know, or or just looking at the camera kind of thing, because they'll cut it, and, you know, like, if somebody said something, if the person interviewing you said something, but they looked weird at the time, or, you know, they accidentally wiped their face or something, you know, they say they want to be able to cut to you, well, you know, mm. it's just, it's yeah, creepy it that they... Right. Do it, they do it like that. So, yeah, they had to protect Ruth Bader Ginsburg. So, um, And then this one really bothered me. I don't know the uh, where this town is, but in Texas, within the last week, there was a 15-year-old kid shot another kid after an argument at school. Yeah. Shot him four times, shot a teacher, 
And uh, apparently a bullet grazed a girl who fell down the steps because of this. It wasn't just an argument. He, he ended up getting his ass beat by, he was an 18-year-old, this kid, that the guy that shot everybody, got his ass beat by a 14 no, he, or 15-year-old. No, the 15, it was a 15-year-old who shot him. No, 18-year-old. You're in the Texas story? Yeah. The Texas shooter is 18 years old. That's why we know his name. I can, really? I can look his name up. Okay. He's 18. The person that beat him up and got shot is 15. Really? And he's on life support and all that kind of stuff. So the 18-year-old pulls a gun. The fight is broken up at this point. So there's video, I guess. And I saw a, a little bit of it, but it was blurry. Um, video of him getting his ass handed to him. It wasn't really like anything super brutal or anything. It was just an ass beating. And I guess the teacher stepped in to break up the fight is what I understand. And the fight was over when he reached into his backpack, pulled out the gun, and started shooting. Four, four shots hit this kid, I think, the 15-year-old. Now, here's what I don't understand is um, this school must not have had their sign that said guns not allowed. Oh, yeah. Because if they'd have had that, this kid that, wouldn't have yep, brought his gun. They could have stopped in. that. They would have stopped him. But he uh, he got out on bail, $75,000 bail within, within what, 47, wait, it was like within two days. Same three, day. Same day? Okay. So he got out on bail, $75,000 bail. He got out on, even though there's um, people that trespassed at the Capitol are, are probably still, are, aren't they still being held without uh, without bail? Yeah. Um, so. Uh, In uh, solitary. And then his family, family, uh, they put on social media his welcome home party that they threw him where he's hugging on his mom and sisters or whoever they are. Got him a cake. Uh, got him a cake and putting a little heart and smiley face emojis on their little um their little uh, release and uh, he's sitting there with a, with a look on his face. Like, you know, that look when you're trying to be a thug, uh, you got your head tilted back, looking down, you know, look, looking down your nose at, you know, uh, <laughs> like that kind of shit. Oh, it's not the one where your chin's down, no. you're staring out through your eyebrows. That's another one. <laughs> That's but, the psycho look. <laughs> but uh, it's just like, yeah, <laughs> that kind of a look. People know when I, when I go, <laughs> they don't, they can picture the look. Is um, that different than, uh-huh? It's it's different than <laughs> or, <laughs> yes, that's French. But uh, I just I realized I have to describe that because I'm I'm this isn't a visual medium. But anyways, uh, I can see you. Uh, yeah, so he's sitting there and, and they're all happy. And the mother said something like, uh, you know, well, we don't condone what he did, but but do you think any other school shooting parent would would say that immediately after while a kid's in the on life support in the fucking hospital that he shot? I think that's, they're fucking narcissists, these okay. people. I'll go farther. What happens if this is a white kid? Well, I mean, we don't even have to say. Oh, if uh, if it was a white kid, they, they say, of course, the white kid got bail, 75,000 bail, and he's they're having parties. Of course, that's white privilege. That's what they'd say. Say, you get a black kid that shoots up a school, he ain't making it out of there alive. And don't, that's what they say. That's They've said that multiple times. And even though... There was another shooter at a grocery store that went into a ba- or a would-be shooter in a grocery store, a black guy that was going to shoot up a grocery store, went into the bathroom to get all his shit, and someone was suspicious. They called the cops, and the guy came out of the bathroom, the cop's there, and he's like, oh, shit, and arrested, didn't get shot, didn't get anything, just got arrested and, and taken out. You know why? Because he didn't try to f- shoot and fight the cops. Yeah. Um, the reason these the black people that do get shot by the cops is because they're fighting the cops or, or being a threat. Um. This kid, obviously, when the police came, he wasn't a threat <laughs> to them at that point, and they well, arrested him. And I keep saying this. I go, well, what if that had been a white kid? And, you know, we'll say, well, you know. Well, let's look at Rittenhouse. Yeah. 
Well, they they talk about how Joe Biden now it's been found that he's uh, he shared a bank account with Hunter, they sh- and Hunter was paying Joe Biden's bills out of it. <laughs> well, we, everybody knows. I know, and that people say this family's fucking corrupt. People say, well, what if that was Eric or Donald Jr.? Mm, you know, and it'd be all over. And I and I keep saying, even though I just did it, so it makes me a hypocrite. Yeah. Um, we've got to stop doing that. Yeah. Because I, I, it's it's that frog and scorpion thing. I still disagree. I think we need to point out hypocrisy. We can keep doing it, but to them, it's not even hypocrisy. Yeah, but we're not pointing it out to, to the left to say, hey, you're you're being a hypocrite. We're pointing it out to people on the fence that go, oh, yeah, that's pretty shitty. You think there's anybody on the fence I anymore? think there's a few people. I, I've talked to people that you go, oh, shit, they, they don't know what's going on. They're just being fed lines, and they're going, okay. But I think that's because they don't pay attention. Yeah. So even if you tell them, I just, I got together with some uh, friends from high school recently, and they're all sort of well-educated liberals who don't pay attention to the news other than to watch CNN and everything. And if you told them, what if that had been a white kid? Or what if that was Donald Jr.? They'd be like, false equivalency, mm. you know, kind of stuff. And that was one thing I wanted to bring up in this Gruden thing. Uh he won a uh, Super Bowl with Tampa Bay. I realize I'm jumping back, but this is important. Um, he won a Super Bowl with Tampa Bay, and he was in their ring of honor in their stadium. They're getting rid of it. Okay. Although uh, Warren Sapp is still in it. Warren Sapp has assaulted women. Um, one of their current players is uh, um, Antonio Brown, one of the best receivers in the league, but he's had several sexual assault allegations and domestic violence, all that. Yep. And so people, you say that and people go, well, they want to bring up this false equivalency with, you know, with John Gruden, but you don't know what a false equivalency is other than to say that's one, that is a don't look over here. Oh, statement. that's a what about Yeah. I mean, they have, they have these terms now that, that, that are supposed to derail you from your argument. You're like, Okay, explain. Do you know what you mean by that? First of all, equity, the idea of the left's equity is what aboutism is false equivalency. Oh, yeah, but this. Mm. That's all that whole game is. So don't get pissed when someone does it to you. Secondly, what crime did John Gruden really commit? Nothing. No, he said shit people don't like. There's, there's no, no one was a victim of, of whatever he right. did. And his stuff may have been reprehensible. Fine. Then just say you don't like it. You know, or you can say he's human, he's flawed, people say dumb stuff. But Warren Sapp and Antonio Brown have actually hurt people. You know, the, the left are at that point where words are more violent than than beating women. Well, it's, it only matters who you say it to. Right. You can punch a Nazi, you can do whatever you want to do. You know, that guy who hit, you mentioned Kyle Rittenhouse, the guy who hit Kyle Rittenhouse with a skateboard, the prosecution was saying, well, there's, he, he wasn't holding it in a way that you would want. <laughs> if he was holding it like that, he didn't intend to hurt him. Yeah, he wasn't holding it like a dick getting ready to mushroom stamp someone. One guy actually just pointed a gun at him. Yeah, he, he made the mistake of pointing a gun at him. Then when Kyle had the drop on him, he put his hands up. And then when Kyle goes, okay, and turned the gun away, the guy put the gun, <laughs> started aiming at him again, like a dumbass, and because got shot. Because he lost his bicep. Yeah. Yeah. It was so dumb. Yeah. I, I don't get this. I just, I don't know. And they go, well, why? Okay. Kyle Rittenhouse wasn't shot by the police and he was, he had a gun. I'm like, he had it in a fucking sling 
um, behind his back with his hands up when he was approaching all the police officers. He wasn't a threat to them. Right. You know? So, and yeah, they made a mistake. They probably didn't realize what was going on, but they had to make snap judgments of who was a threat, and he wasn't acting like a threat. Yeah. It looked like he was trying to get out of a, a bad situation is what it looked like, and was pretty much what, what was happening. Well, the guy had pretty good trigger discipline. You got to give him that. Yeah. So... Uh, I got one couple more things here. All right, quick. fire away. Um, uh, there was a vaccine incident in Indiana where um, a woman brought her two children in, like they're four and five years old, into a pharmacy to get the flu shot, and they ended up accidentally giving an adult adult dose of uh, Wu flu vaccines, and then they ended up suffering um, heart heart problems after that. Mm. So, and they're still pushing and pushing and pushing to try to make this something that they can give to kids with there's no fucking reason right. to give kids this vaccine or even try to develop vaccine for kids at this point. There's treatments for it for people. Kids aren't really overly affected by it. And there's, there's treatments as soon as you know, you got it. You've got all these drugs that they're trying to keep you from talking about, but that they can, they can mitigate the damage before it even starts, especially for children. So oh. let's not fuck around with vaccines with these kids. At before this we go, we have to come back around to the Joe Rogan, Sanjay Gupta thing. Okay. But, and all that, uh, a lot of these vaccines, like you said earlier, are de- were developed using uh, using fetal stem cells, and uh, you know it's, you can have a moral objection to that. Yeah, and you don't even have to have a religious ex- ex- uh, objection. To you be can moral, have a moral one to, to that one. So if you if that's some your core belief, and I don't believe I believe abortion is murder, and if if uh, any of these stem cells were the result of abortion, then I think this is something that I don't want to take. It'd be like t- uh, taking Dr. Mengele's um, notes on uh, on twins and, and stuff that he did when he was uh, when he was in charge of the medical wing of the Nazi Party, and saying, "Well, you know, we're going to use these ideas to develop it." No, you're not. Yeah. And uh, and this is the same kind of shit to me. Yeah. So. Um. Oh, I had a thought. And I lost it. That's all right. Uh, I wanted one more thing. Uh, I'm getting back on board with Trump for president. You know, I, I love Trump, but I just think, I think he is getting too old to be president. Um, and you know, still a bit too much of a loose cannon. Some Wait, this, you're on board with him being president, but you think he's too old. I did before. I was like, eh, he might be past oh, okay. his time for this, but he, uh, came out on Ashley Babbitt, who was shot by the Capitol police officer at, on, Jan- on uh, January 6th. Mm-hmm. Um, the only person murdered. And it was murder. Mm-hmm. Uh, was her Ashley Babbitt, uh, Air Force veteran, um, mother, you know, wife. Um, he sent Trump did a um, message to Ashley Babbitt's family on her birth, uh, what what would have been her birthday, and called for for justice for her and an in depth investigation of her death. And I thought, fuck, that's that's awesome. I did not expect that because that's something I thought that he'd stay. I mean, I knew, I knew he felt that way, but I didn't think he'd actually voice that because he's got people around him saying, eh, you know, this January 6th thing is like going to be a sticking point for the election. And, you know, having Trump support, you know, just try not to, you know, tread lightly. And he'd be like, fuck it. <laughs> That's what I like about that. He, he talked about it and he, he said what needed to be said about her. I think the left is trying to push their agenda through super fast because they really think they're going to they're going to take it in the ass for the um, in the uh, mid mid midterms. Yeah. Um, but I'm also starting to think that they're starting to get a little scared because if Trump gets a second crack at president, it's going to be so much different. I mean, I think he'll fix the economy and stuff because he had it humming along before. But 
I think the lesson he learned is that there are a lot of unelected, entrenched bureaucrats, and he's just going to start kicking people out left and right. Yeah. Um, I think the right in general is going to come hard for some people on the left if they get enough of a majority to do that. They're going to say, hey, you want to play the impeachment game? Guess what? Here we go. Um, I think Joe Biden, he's going to be past his prime and probably won't even know what's going on at that point. But he's he's getting... Well, they tried to impeach Trump after he wasn't president. They'll do something to Biden. They'll do something criminal. Hunter is going to jail. Mm-hmm. Like, there's going to be some stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and you know what's going to be even funnier is I think I do think the right's going to win if they don't. If if things keep going are like they are, and in the midterms the right doesn't, the conservatives don't get the House and the Senate back. There had to have been some cheating. Just yeah. had to, but um, can you can you imagine uh, just the string of people that are going to go after? I mean, yeah, I, I I I know people are upset with Trump because the uh, you know the promise that he'd have Hillary in jail, yeah, and that didn't well, happen. But it was that was never. Yeah, there's happen. only so much you can do. But this this whole thing about Ashley Babbitt, I mean, I I really think it's important that we get to the the actual truth of it, which we already know. Is that this idiot, this guy who's who wasn't fit to be an officer, mm-hmm. um, panicked and shot an unarmed woman, had then, no reason to. Then said he was a was hero. proud of it, and I think this guy needs to ma- be made an example of. I think I think we we need justice for that kind of thing. Yeah. So. Well, uh, I think everybody has a different idea of what that justice is, um, but I I do think. It's going to be a whole different ball game. I mean, Trump doesn't have to worry about getting reelected or anything like that. He's going to have old scores he wants to settle, mm-hmm. and I—I'll bet you he gets to put another justice because uh, who's the guy who's getting—he's getting older. Is it? It's not Breyer, I don't think. I think he's a conservative. I don't know. Alito? But, no, it's he's one pretty of, young. Maybe it is Breyer. Um, I mean, the next oldest justice is like an eighty-year-old. Um, Dem- maybe it is Breyer. And then uh, Sonia Sotomayor is in her mid-60s. She's Latino with diabetes. Oh, did not know that. So, I And mean, overweight. Yeah. So, well, you don't see a whole lot of skinny diabetics, you know. Hmm. Those, those two things usually go hand in hand. Uh, stage one. Or, or Yeah, I mean stage, stage one. one. Or, uh, diabetes diabetes one, yeah. one. Anyway, um, were you done? Yeah. Okay, so did you hear Rogan's whole thing with uh, Sanjay Gupta? No. I'm going to give Gupta credit for going on that show. Um, he's the CNN medical guy. Um, but Rogan gets it. You have to hear the clip. I, I wish I had it so we could play it. But he asks uh, Sanjay Gupta, he says, hey, you know, they lied about me. And... Sanjay Gupta goes, I, I, I don't think they lied. And Joe goes, dude. He's like, dude. And he says, they said I was taking horse dewormer when I got. And he goes, well, you know, some, he goes, a doctor can prescribe it for you. And that's a human dose. But some people were going out. Bullshit. Nobody was going out and getting horse dosages of ivermectin. Nobody. Yep. Nobody. Joe said that. No. 
I'm yeah. saying. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That never I'm happened. I'm saying there wasn't a fucking human being that went out there because where do you get it? Yeah. You don't go to the vet the and say. The black market vet? Yeah. You don't go to the vet and That's going to just hand out do- uh, horse doses of medicine to you? Uh, do you have a horse? Yeah. No. <laughs> there may have been people who got it from a vet and the vet said, look, it's the same stuff. Yeah. So take this dosage. Well, there's antibiotics. Because it is the same there's stuff. There's antibiotics used for fish that you push in, put in uh, the fish tanks to keep the fish from getting whatever. And, and to those, poison your husband? No. No, that's a different thing. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's a different. But there's, there's antibiotics, and they're just as good as regular antibiotics prescribed for, for humans. So people, the prepper types, they stock up on it because they, you know, they think, okay, well, when the shit hits the fan and you got to have some, uh, um, some antibiotics, this, the fish stuff's just as good. And it's the same stuff. It's just different dosages, and you have to figure out the right dose. So uh, Rogan went after him, and he goes, you know, they lied. And he's like, they didn't lie. He goes, they lied. And he says, they said I took horse dewormer. They said I did all this stuff. And he goes, and they were happy about it. And he goes, no, they weren't. He goes, they were celebrating it. He goes, I watched it. So you have to see that clip. And I don't know how Sanjay Gupta went on that show thinking Rogan wasn't going to go after him. But, man, he really did. Hmm. He went after him. It was good. Yeah, I'd like to see it. So he goes, he says, how, doesn't that bother you that you're the doctor there and they're lying about this stuff? He's like, oh, they weren't lying. He's, and then uh, Buck and uh, and Clay were playing clips of horse dewormer. So-and-so took horse dewormer, horse dewormer, horse de- just yeah. on and on and on of them saying it. And Rogan's yep. point was. They just, they flat out lied and they were happy to hear that I had it. So it's a good clip. You should watch okay. it. So, uh, if you want to contact us, it's email. It's rooster at bread and circuses podcast.com or crow at bread and circuses podcast.com. Before I tell you to go to the Facebook page, uh, again, it does help us if you, uh, like and share this podcast. We appreciate it. Helps us get out there. But, uh, do interact with us on the Facebook page, bread and circuses podcast. See you, bye.